Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where lots of news is breaking out today. Yes, Arizona became the 18th state. Think about that. The 18th state to join Texas in um, challenging the election results before the Supreme Court. This uh, lawsuit looks to be historic. It has large uh, support across a large swath of the country. Uh, some of the lawyers I'm talking to says if there's going to be a Supreme Court case that they take, this feels like the one. Now, of course, no one really knows until the justices decide. But 18 states, all Republican, of course, joining together to ask the Supreme Court to punish or reprimand or set aside Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Michigan election results because they made changes to their election that were unconstitutional. Uh, They changed uh, procedures, voting, counting, without legislative approval. What a historic moment today. We're going to be watching that all day. Keep an eye on justthenews.com. We promise to keep you up to speed on that. Now, we're going to dedicate the whole podcast to a rare and special guest. Yes, General Michael Flynn is here today. We're going to be talking to him about what it was like to go through the four-year debacle known as Russia collusion. A really, really momentous interview. He has a lot to say about elections, about constitutions, about Judge Emmett Sullivan. And we're going to talk for the first time about a story I broke a year ago, a little over a year ago, about the famous RT Dino in Moscow. Remember the media and the Democrats claimed, well, that was proof that Um, Mike Flynn was cashing in, getting a check from RT, the Russian television network, uh, and in bed with Russia, colluding with Russia. Guess what? As I reported a year ago, and as Mike Flynn, I'm sure, will confirm today, he was sent there by the DIA. He got briefed in advance, and he came back and debriefed them. The U.S. government knew, sanctioned, approved, and got briefed on what Mike Flynn did at that dinner, and they turned that around to make it look like it was Russia collusion. How many times have we heard that? Carter Page CIA asset made to look like a Russian stooge, right? Uh, uh, The Steele dossier made to look credible when they knew it was Russian disinformation. Wow. Well, we're going to get Michael Flynn to talk about that for the first time, what it was like to go head-to-head with Mueller and Sullivan and the Justice Department. Uh, A momentous interview. We're not going to waste a lot of time talking about anything else today because we want to spend the whole time with General Flynn. We're going to go to quick... Uh, commercial break. When we come back, I just want to go through a couple of breaking news stories. We told you about Arizona already. That happened earlier today. I want to go right to a story involving more Russia collusion. It kind of ties in with what we're going to talk to Mike Flynn about. And I want to remind you of all of the momentous revelations that occurred in the Mike Flynn case uh, that led to its unraveling. They're just so amazing. You can't miss it. All right. We'll be back in a few seconds to talk about the latest news first an important set of messages from our great advertisers and sponsors. Remember to support them. They make this show, makejustthenews.com, possible. We'll be right back after hearing from them. Hey, folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking, I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart 
liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial uh, break. We're so grateful that you're here uh, with us today. And in just a few minutes, a momentous exclusive interview with General Michael Flynn, a man who suffered for four years under a prosecution that the Justice Department now says was never was never warranted. He's been pardoned. His case has been finally dismissed by Judge Emmett Sullivan. We're going to talk about all that. You're not going to want to miss it. At the top of the show, I gave you some of the breaking news. Yes, Arizona joining with 17 other states in Texas now to uh, challenge the election results in four Democratic-run states, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, and Georgia. Actually, Georgia's a Republican-run state. Three three Democrat, one Republican, but very important uh, news on that front. Uh, before we get to that, though, and since the theme of today is about Russia collusion, we've got Mike Flynn here, I want to, if possible, uh, bring you up to speed on a couple of important things. My good colleague and friend, Lee Smith, uh, just a news contributor this morning, had a huge story. Um, and uh, I, I recommend that you all go to justinnews.com and read this story. It's so important. Why? Because we're going to tell you about another dossier, not just the Christopher Steele dossier, but the one written by Cody Scherer. And through the good work of Lee Smith, we have both copies, both versions of Cody Scherer's anti-Trump dossier from 2016. Why is this important? Cody Scherer was a direct associate of Hillary Clinton. He wrote similar garbage, and we now know it to be Russian disinformation, uh, as Christopher Steele. He gave it to the State Department. The State Department gave it to Steele. Steele gave it to the FBI. It was a backdoor way of someone right next to Hillary Clinton feeding anti-Trump Russia malarkey to the uh, FBI right in the middle of the 2016 election. It's a big part of the dirty trick. But here is the headline from it. Lee Smith reveals when you get the document, you read it, you find out that Cody Scherer is claiming he was getting his information from a Russian FSB, Federal Security Bureau, um, intelligence source, someone that was in Russian intelligence or tied to Russian intelligence, related to Russian intelligence. What does that mean? Well, it means, first off, Hillary Clinton's acolytes were colluding with Russia to manufacture dirt on Donald Trump. So there's democratic collusion here, right? But that's not all. Here's the second part that's really important about it. Uh, it's most likely, if it's coming from Russian disinformation being fed to a candidate, it's probably disinformation, just like what was going on with uh, Christopher Steele. Remember, the CIA warned that some of the information in Steele came from Russian intelligence and was assessed to be disinformation. And here's a third reason this is important. If you're to believe John Brennan and the outgoing Obama administration's intelligence community assessment about the Russia case, you've been led to believe that Russia, the U.S. government is certain, Russia was trying to help Hillary Clinton lose and Donald Trump win the election. Now, just think about this. If Russia was trying to help Donald Trump win the election, why would they be feeding dirt, even false dirt, to Hillary Clinton to dirty up Donald Trump? It undercuts everything that the intelligence community assessment says. And remember, we had Dan Hoffman on the show earlier this year, former CIA um, 
station chief in Moscow, one of the country's greatest Russian spy tradecraft experts. And he said, listen, that assessment is wrong. I can tell you, I worked undercover in Moscow. I know how the Russians work. They weren't trying to help Hillary. They weren't trying to help Clinton, uh, uh, Trump. They weren't trying to hurt Hillary. They weren't trying to, they were trying to sow chaos and they were going to dirty up both candidates. Guess what? Dan Hoffman looks all the more right. He always has been right, but he looks all the more right now when you look at this document from Cody Scherer. Cody Scherer, a Clinton acolyte, claims in his own dossier that he eventually got into the hands of the FBI through Christopher Steele. He was talking directly to a Russian FSB source, a Russian intelligence source, raises the possibility of disinformation, clearly shows Hillary Clinton's people were in collusion with the Russians to try to harm uh, Donald Trump. But more importantly, it also shows that the Intelligence Committee assessment that was rushed out yeah, by John Brennan and his gang, um, well, it doesn't appear to be true. You can't be helping Donald Trump if you're spreading dirt about him. It undercuts the very conclusions that that ICA made. It makes us all wonder why the intelligence community, the Justice Department, the FBI, the Clinton campaign, how they got this all so wrong and why this country went through so much turmoil over a fake, false, unnecessary scandal. To read this story, go to justthenews.com, look for Lee Smith's byline. It's in the top stories right now. Uh, it is a momentous, important story. It has significant uh, implications. Most importantly, the Democrats were in collusion with the Russians. It's not in doubt anymore. Cody Scherer, Hillary Clinton's person, wrote it himself. And Christopher Steele forwarded it, and the FBI bought into it. What a sham. And we're going to talk about another sham, the persecution, prosecution, pursuit of Michael Flynn. We're going to talk to the man himself the first time he's appearing on a Just the News program, joining John Solomon Reports right after this commercial break. Don't leave that computer, that phone. Don't touch the dial. Stay there. We're coming right back. It's such an important story. A big interview. General Mike Flynn right after this message. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And I promised a very special guest today, and indeed we have one. General Michael Flynn is here. Yes, the man who was pardoned by President Trump, the man who went through a four-year unnecessary deal in Russia collusion. He's here to tell his story for the first time to us here at John Solomon Reports. General, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, John, and I appreciate uh, all of what you have done for the country to uh, really get the truth out uh, and, and in a real smart, uh, sharp, investigative way to expose a real underbelly of corruption in our country. So I, I really applaud oh, your efforts. You're so kind. What, it was what a, you're doing for the country. Yeah, it was an honor to do so. And there's so much more work to be done. We're hardly done with the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much more that's to right. expose. Hey, we're, we're, that's right. We're now just scratching the surface. I mean, now, you know, now this is sort of phase one 
have many phases to go. I think you're right. Everything I'm learning uh, tells me that that is true. Well, first off, I want to ask what it was like, because I haven't had a chance to really talk to you after mm-hmm. the president called you, but what was it like to hear from the president that you'd been pardoning? How did it change your Thanksgiving? Well, first of all, I, you know, I really appreciate uh, President Trump for, for doing that, for taking that step. It's not something that my family, uh, you know, nor I wanted to do because we felt like right. you know, that, 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 was, that wasn't a procedural thing that, that should have happened. The judge, in my case, should have, you know, made the right decision, followed the law and been, and been uh, you know, honest in, in, uh, in how he, re- you know, responded to the Department of Justice's dismissal. So uh, anyway, all that said, I, we felt great. Honestly, John, it has not totally sunk in because I think what what uh, what happened to me is a reflection of what is happening to the country. Yes. And I always tell people, John, that that when people over the years, last couple of years, people have come to me and said, "Hey, Mike, I'm so sorry for what you know they've done to you." And I tell people, "Look, I don't feel sorry for myself one bit. What they ought to, what people should feel." sorry about and angry about or certainly um, certainly you know disgusted in some cases is how our country has been treated and and how our presidency and how president trump and his family have been treated um, and it hurts our country for what frankly has happened to me and has happened to to the united states so i that's how i feel about it right now now thinking in in terms of you know, the fact that I don't have to worry about, you know, the kinds of things that I had to worry about prior, that's that's a great feeling. And the conversation that I had with the president was a terrific one. And, and it was like, it was like, you know, like the phrase old home week. I mean, it was like we never left each other. Yes. And I know I know how he, he and I, I know the relationship that he and I had um, from when I first started to sort of ride with him in the campaign. And, uh, you know, so I. I'm just glad he did what he did, and I and I'm glad for my family that uh, that it happened. It's it's hard to imagine what your family went through, and I, I know four years is a long time to cover. But when when you look back at what happened, and you you see now all of these revelations, you have the FBI agent's recent testimony that uh, he thought Mueller was out just to get Trump, and you were a vehicle for that. You see that on January fourth of twenty seventeen, even before Obama left office, the FBI had cleared you, and yet they wanted to keep investigating you, anyways. Um, what what do you think happened inside the FBI, inside these institutions that had always, you know, mostly stayed above politics in our history? What what do you think mm-hmm. happened in that period to cause them to abandon their own procedures, their own recommendations from their own agents? Well, for, first, what I would say about corruption is I, I've seen corruption up close and personal, and I see it. Uh, as it's as it's playing out in, in our current election, I mean, real corrupt, corruption is is really now publicly known, and and uh, and we should still find it unacceptable. So you didn't, you know, this this corruption in our in our uh, institutions, justice, intelligence community, senior senior law enforcement, it, it didn't happen overnight. This has had to happen over. You know, probably decades, certainly a decade uh, of of a shift in the culture of acceptable bad behavior. And you know, as as uh, my my lawyer Sidney Powell uh, highlights in her you know license to lie, this is the incentivization or incentivizing uh, bad prosecutions or bad behavior, yeah. and then not holding people accountable. That's what happens in institutions. That's what happens in bureaucracies. 
And when that bad behavior is, is accepted and it's not held accountable, then everybody else starts to say, well, that must be what they want. They being the, you know, the upper tier, the upper crust and, and how you get promoted, how you, you know, how you, how you become somebody right in Washington, DC in this, yep. in this bubble of Washington, DC. And that, that is, that is what has happened. And what, you know, and then you, you match it, you tie it to a, a federal election for the presidency of the United States of America and a guy who probably visited Washington, D.C. all of, you know, four times to go look at his, you know, at the, at the hotel that he was building here. Right. I mean, you know, who never ran for, for even student council, you know, office in, in high school. He all, all of a sudden he steps into the politics and he's and he's going to be the president of the United States. And he defeats somebody who was, you know, the heir you know, the anointed one, in this case, Hillary. And, and all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, our plan did not work to continue to, quote, fundamentally change America, right? Okay, unquote. And so it didn't happen overnight. Once those pieces started to fall apart, then all of a sudden, there had to be something else that occurred. And I think that we are in that process. And we are still in that process. The, the American people, though, what the American people did, John, is the American people look, they've been following this very closely. And I, I know through my own case and through the millions and millions of people that have stepped up and come into my life, uh, and, the, you know, they, they have been part of the experience that, that, that my family and I have gone through, and they have poured their hearts out to me. They look at They look at my situation and they say, how can how can our country do this to somebody in the in like you who who stepped up and served the country and yeah. you know you look at my whole back you look at my whole in background, valiant ways not, was, yes yeah, yeah. so and I, I, I you know I don't, I don't want to talk about you know my my own background and all that but but I I just know the type of person that I am so back to what is in my heart what's in my heart is about what what this country is about and that's that's what we're finding is missing in much of this corruption that we are experiencing in Washington, D.C. and and other parts of the country, but primarily in the institutions of Washington, D.C. The people that run these institutions, they forgot that they work for the American people. Yeah, that's so important, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, huge. And that is something that we can never allow to, uh, to be lost. And, and that's why I'm, I'm a big one with this phrase, we the people. Yes. And, and as we experience this, this election fraud, we are now learning more and more about our Constitution and our constitutional process, processes and what our rights as individuals are as it, as it relates to the, to the great document, the long-lasting document that we have that is still uh, keeping us together it's, it's still the glue that keeps this this nation and our foundation of our nation together it's not the courts it's not the bureaucracy it's the people and the individual rights that come that derive from our constitution yeah, and that re- to me that to me is something that the last administration lost sight of and i think that that's what donald trump has been experiencing in spades yeah. and not just donald trump this is not just a this is not just a, a an anti-trump you know or the TDS, Trump Disorder Syndrome. That's not what this is about. This is about power, and it's about uh, you know retaining that power 
And just Donald Trump is just a speed bump that got in the way. So now we're going to now we have to get him out of the way again, you know, and and uh, right. and basically steal this election. It, it is remarkable. Uh, I've heard both you and the president say this, and it's always struck me because we both have been through a lot of personal trauma in this. Mm-hmm. But both of you have said this is this is less about us and more about not allowing this to happen to anyone else in the future ever again. That's what inspires some of the fight. Uh, when you look mm-hmm. out, do you feel that those who perpetrated this inside the Mueller investigation, the FBI, the Justice Department, the Congress, that there's been adequate punishment? Or do you feel there's a lack of punishment for what, what you experienced yourself and what is now in the public domain? Well, I think that, uh, you know, that let, I'll let other people talk about punishment. But the, the, I think the real word is accountability. Yes, and it's that account- is a good word. It's accountability, it's accountability for for one's behavior, for one's actions, and I, I will, you know, sit here today and tell you that I'm, I, you know, I'm an imperfect guy. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say that I, I, you know, I haven't made mistakes in my life. But when I, when I see what our institutions and the people in those institutions, the senior people in those institutions, that starts with the certainly the leadership of the previous administration on down a few levels, the lack of accountability is staggering and the american people they're beyond disappointed i mean this is not about oh geez that's too bad this is this is now uh, a thickness in the uh, or a thickening in the american uh, psyche right of what we what we believe is right and what we believe is wrong you know what what and, and the american people are extremely forgiving for those that come forward and say you know i'm I'm sorry that I did this. All right. And I, you know, I, I made a mistake. I'm willing to accept, you know, whatever that, whatever that, you know, that accountable action or, or requirement is, I'm, I'm willing to do that. That's the American people. They will, they will run to you if you accept responsibility. They do. But if you don't accept responsibility, if you don't accept, accept responsibility and because you think that this behavior is okay, then the American people will see right through you and they do. And they do. So, and they are so more perceptive you know, than politicians you, give them credit for. Yeah, you, <laughs> you 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 talked about you know you talked about the Durham report back uh, right. last summer, right? You know when when it might come out and, right. and rumblings that people heard. Well, you know, I I actually think that uh, it, you know the attorney general and I and I've said you know we just need to give him some space because there's some elements inside that are that block and tackle That's right. the truth even from the attorney general. So yes, but but I would say that. There are moments in time, and now is one of them. Now is one of them, and probably a few months ago, but, you know, that's hindsight. But now is certainly one of them. I, I understand that with the Department of Justice we don't talk, and the FBI, we don't talk about investigations. Well, you know what? That's not the, that actually is no longer a viable statement that can come out of our government institutions mm. because the power of information and the, and the power of learning – rapidly has changed you know has in an extraordinary way because of the advent of just the way i mean you're you're part of that john you're what you're this this conversation that we're having is part of that yeah so that what what we need our institutions to, to understand is they have to be more transparent and in a much faster way with the american people it does you don't have to tell me that what the intricacies of an investigation is but to tell me that Yes, the FBI is engaged, period. Or yes, the Department of Justice is engaged, period. You know, we're not going to get into it. You're not going to answer questions. We're right. not going to tell you anything more. I mean, 
why why is that wrong especially in the in this uh, election i mean there's <laughs> i mean you don't have however many states have joined up with texas yeah now, 17 right? now isn't that amazing 17 yeah. states and, and and some individuals i understand out of the state legislature of yes. michigan so i think there's four or five so so you, you can't say that there's nothing to see here let's just let's just cat you know tag another person to be secretary of whatever right i mean we have got to stop as a nation because this is not about this is not about Donald Trump anymore. This is not about uh, you know Democrat and Republican. This is not politics as usual. This is about the fabric of our Constitution and whether we are going to be you know a a uh, constitutional republic with democratic with you know with democratic principles right. values and principles or we're going to be something else and and. And we are on that we're on that sort of hilltop right now where where there's a decision where the you know if the if the Supreme Court goes one way or, or another, I mean they're not they're really not going to decide on the outcome of the election. They're going to decide on constitutionality, on, and, and they, right? Well, and the other the other part is they should not decide on whether a, a T is crossed properly or an I is dotted properly or you know or there's a typo, right? They should decide, and they can, and they have this power. They have this authority. They can decide on the very fabric of the Constitution. And what did the founders, why did they decide what they decided to bring us to this point where the entire nation now needs to take a deep breath? And everybody needs to realize that we are going to change fundamentally one way or the other if we don't get this right. So why are the and this you know back to the same question that you asked me about you know and i and i said about the department of justice the fbi it's about every institution every institution in this country works for the people works for the people and and i can tell you that there is a, an awoke population in this country well beyond your listening audience and i'm talking and it's not it's not 70 million that you know or 75 million or 80 million right. it's it's probably most of the country because even those people that are on the other side, so to speak, the mainstream media crowd, they all know what, what, what's happening. Yeah, you'd, they be, do. you'd be a blind fool, you know, to not see, you know, the, the, uh, that, you know, the activity that, that, that has, you know, definitely occurred. Yeah, no, that... And if you don't mind, I'll, I'll jump to one other aspect please, of this. Please do. Because, because the, my situation and, and what, what I've lived through and what I've seen, what I lived through, Prior to you know getting my stepping in, wading into the, the world of politics, which is a, a really really dangerous. It was quite an experience, I'd rather, huh? <laughs> I'd, I'd rather I'd rather return to Iraq and fight Al Qaeda. But <laughs> but the but the um, so that experience, and then these last four years, I think what what uh, what we're talking about is we're talking about a, uh, a a shift in our society, a shift in our a potential shift in our values and principles that that all of us have to reflect is this what we want yeah and, that's a great and, question um, it's such a big I, issue and i think that it's a huge issue and you know you can bring in you can bring in all the all the you know the the religious tone overtones and you know and, and you can bring in all of the values and principles right. of how our country was founded and all those things but you know i as i know as i feel or, or i have a good uh, a good uh, I guess fingertip feel for the American psyche only because I think those last four years have really 
brought America certainly closer to me and, right. and millions of millions and millions of people. Uh, my life in the Army, my hometown, my life's experiences clearly over the last four years. You know, I think that right now what we're seeing is, is we the people are stepping up to fight for what is what is right in this country, what is right and good. I mean, there the um, people around the, the various states, especially the swing states, and I've seen this again the last four years. People get it. What they want is they want to see accountability. They want That's to right. see, you know, transparency. Why is it? And this is where the uh, sort of the other side is making a huge mistake and they are, they're already deep into it so they can't recover. The fact that they're blocking and tackling truth, the fact that they're blocking and tackling placing light on, you know, dominion or placing light on dead voter rolls or placing right light on on fraudulent ballots. I mean, there there are masses of of legal teams that are blocking and tackling the truth. Yeah. The American public sees it. I mean, they, they do. see it. So when we look at when I look back at my at my time in these last four years, the institutions that I was up against, you know, and there was some monumental decisions. You're that up I, some against some pretty I, big institutions, yeah. Yeah, so you're up against the biggest institutions in the world, and you're up yeah. against people inside of them that that are that are corrupted. I mean, they're corrupted, and they 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 are they are incentivized for the wrong reasons, and that kind of behavior. You're fighting and fighting and fighting, and you're, what you're fighting for is you're fighting for honesty yeah. from them. You're yeah. fighting for, for truth from them. So you, what is the matter, right? What's the matter right now of fighting for truth from the, the, you know, the election fraud that clearly happened? And this is where the Supreme Court of the United States of America and these great justices who are, who are bright, you know, they're, they're, they're jurists of the highest order. They are. They, they cannot make a decision based on just the law or just the process. They have to make a decision, and they have the authority to do this. They have the, 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 the honor and privilege to do this. They have to make a decision on what the fabric of the Constitution is, what it meant, what it was meant to be, right. and what do, they, what do they want that that fabric to be in the future? Do they want it to begin to unravel by their decisions? Or do they want to? They want to strengthen the Constitution by their decisions. Yeah, and again, such, I'll, I'll. It's I'll, really I'll momentous. It is, and I'll stop by saying they will not choose the next president of the United States. Only we, the people, will choose the president, and and we already did. Now we, what we have to do is we have to uh, correct this problem, and then we have to hold people accountable because there is clear. I mean, the, the videotape from from uh, Georgia. From Georgia, yeah. it's outrageous. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's clear, yeah, there's clear behavior there, and, it, and you have the leadership in Georgia. Maybe you got the listeners from Georgia. You got the governor and the secretary of state. Right. They're, they're kind of like, mm, let's let's get let's get this thing. I just want to get it off the table. To, yeah. Oh my god, and <laughs> it's an not, embarrassment. It is. It, it is an embarrassment. Yeah. So anyway. anyway. Well, sir, I, I want to give you two last quick questions. I know your time's uh, okay. precious, but one is yep. uh, Judge Sullivan finally issued a ruling this week, and he dismissed the charges mm -hmm. as the law required. But he went on to say that if the president hadn't pardoned you, he didn't think he would have done what he should have done. I just want to see if you had a brief reaction to what your experience was with Judge Sullivan in this last, even this in this last ruling, even. Well. Um the the uh, the one thing that I would leave on this question with your audience with is that um, we 
we trust in our judiciary that they will uh, follow the law. Right. And and uh, and and so I I think that what the American people witnessed through my case is is maybe a breakdown in that. But I but I also you know I also sort of put a finger on the Department of Justice and and others and others that were part of this whole sure this whole this whole system of injustice. So well, all the I'll evidence that was that, kept from you for three years. I mean, it's just remarkable. Right. right. Yeah, it's remarkable. Right. right. It, it, it is remarkable. Well, yeah. it should have never happened in the first place. Yeah, that's anyway. right. That's what we learned from all of that hard work that you and Sidney Powell did. Last question, because I think of all yeah. the things that I worked on and reported, this story more than any other spoke just how deceitful, how weaponized disinformation became against you. The RT event in December of 2015 was portrayed as, oh, this is smoking gun proof that Mike Flynn and Donald Trump were in bed with the Russians. And of course, we later learned, uh, and I think I wrote one of the stories about it, uh, that you actually were sent there and you were working with the DIA and the intelligence community. You got a briefing beforehand. You came back and debriefed. You actually were helping our government when you went to that event, not enriching and getting close to the Russians. I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit of how badly distorted that particular episode was to make it look something nefarious when it was actually something good for the American government. Yeah, and the and the evidence of that didn't come out until after this this crazy sentencing hearing. That's that right. True. So it came out after. It did. Right? That, yeah, it was just last that, year is when really, I wrote it. Yeah, in 2019. Right, crazy. Right. I mean, that's really, so when you talk about this phrase that everybody's going you know, to learn, exculpatory evidence. Right? Yeah. So, so the, you know, yes, I mean, you, you, there's a procedure that you follow when you're at the level that I'm at, right. you know, and you serve in the roles that you serve in and I'm following the procedure. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's all for the good of the country, right? It's all for the good of the country. No. So, so that means that, that those that put me into this position, okay. Right. And put the, and put the country into this position, they, uh, they deceived the country. They deceived the country. So, you know, again, sticks and stones will break my bones, John, but names will never hurt me. So the names that I've been called, you know. Yeah, it I, won't I, matter I, anymore. Yeah, I, I can live with myself. I I don't believe, unless they have no heart or soul, which many of them probably don't have, they how they live with themselves, with what they did to deceive the country, and that's right. media, that's in the media, yes, and it that's is. In, in our government, and in yeah. our government, and then some some who are, you know, quote unquote, retired from various positions. So mm -hmm. how they live with themselves, I'll never fathom. I don't understand that, that, that depth of corruption or evil. Uh, I, I will, will, I'm willing to face it. And I did. And, uh, and we, we are where we are today. And, you know, by the grace of God, uh, I can, I, you know, I, I'm here and I'm, yeah. and I'm fine. And I suspect you I, sleep well at night knowing how you acted. That's uh, my suspicion. And I, yeah. and I always have. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I always have. I've known that I always, about you. I always worry, John. I always worry, John, about um, the country. Yeah. What it was doing to the country. And I knew that through my case, I mean, you know, one, the one FBI agent in, in uh, October who yeah. has one of these famous 302s, you know, the whole thing was get Flynn to get Trump. Yeah. And that was it. That I was mean, it. That was it. You were just a tool so for anyway. some political objective, and it's just hard to imagine our intelligence and law enforcement communities being sucked into a political dirty trick like this. 
but it, it definitely yeah, happened, yeah. And, and you are yeah. one of the greatest victims of it. You, Carter Page, the president, uh, really suffered unnecessarily well. We yeah, are and, and family and family. Oh yes, John. your whole family. Yeah. I can't imagine what they yeah. went through. Your son, your wife, all your relatives and friends. Yeah. But I know they yeah. stood by you. I saw many signs of that all through the four years when I was reporting, and it says something oh, yeah. about the depth of family when they're they're right there in the but trenches we, with you. We, we say we say fight like a Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> that means something now. I think there's some FBI yeah. agents that know what that means. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, sir, we well, are so grateful for, for your time. On. God bless you, and we wish you well in the future. All right. God bless. Thank you. God bless America. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks, we're going to come right back and wrap things up. What a remarkable interview. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back in a few seconds to finish the day. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. I mean, I could tell you, I could talk for two hours with Mike Flynn. So many questions to ask that we didn't get to today. We got through a lot. He had a lot of perception on the election and how that's tied and the election challenge right now that's tied to the Russia stuff and what he went through. I think his comments about the RT dinner are some of the most important. Just how much the media and the intelligence community falsely twisted that episode. He goes there, works with the U.S. government, gets briefed before it comes out, tells him what happened. He's a good soldier on this. And then he gets the event gets turned around to make it look like he was I know it's unbelievable. A spy, a turncoat, a Russian collaborator. What a bunch of hogwash that is. And and we need to call it out for what it is. You got to hear from the man himself. I'm so grateful to the general for joining us today, for sharing a little bit of his story. We're going to get him back on the show again. Send us your questions for the next time he's here, and I'm sure we'll dig in more. But you heard a lot today. It's important. Keep up. Keep reading. Check up Just the News. We'll be back tomorrow. I suspect. I'm just guessing. I might just have a story about Hunter Biden tomorrow you all want to hear about. Remember, we just found out yesterday, Hunter Biden admits he's under criminal investigation for tax issues. U.S. Attorney's Office confirms it. Uh, at least he says he's, he's, he's gotten it confirmed uh, from the U.S. Attorney's Office. What an important moment. I think tomorrow we're going to shed some light on why there may be a tax case. What's going on? An important document or two that maybe just the news turned up. So come back tomorrow, check it out. I think we're going to have some news for you. I'm John Solomon. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from justthenews.com. Thank you. God bless you. Remember to support our advertisers because they make this show possible. And we'll be back tomorrow with another edition, some more news, a big interview or two, hopefully, uh, from justthenews.com. God bless. Good night. God bless America. God bless America.